right, welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD studio in Austin, Texas, sitting next to my co-host, Sally Young. Sally, what's up? Hey, Dill. Um, I'm pretty sore today. As I told you before the show, I had I think I have a pinched nerve, which the uh, producer is over here rolling his eyes at. We'll get to him. But... I also am sore because I worked out for the first time in a while, and I noticed that you were drinking like a post-recovery drink. Uh-huh. Is that like what? What does that entail? Is that going to help these muscles? You have it where to go? At, did you? Oh, I, I threw it, it away. Uh, no, it's just it's just like uh, an electrolyte. Um, it's a carbonated it? electrolyte drink. It's really good, but it doesn't. It's not going to help with the muscle soreness. So, so there's no there's no like magical drink that I can just drink that'll that'll cure the pinched nerve in your back I don't believe that or, exists or yet. the like or the th- fact that I like can't walk upstairs because my thighs are so sore wait, wait what all did you do and how long has it been since you've done that kind of workout okay to be transparent recording this on Monday yes. I worked out on Saturday with okay. our trainer and we did a lot of butt and thighs oh yeah and uh I had worked out with him once the week before before we all went out to my parents pool uh but before that i hadn't worked out in probably over a year okay yeah that first workout after a a long layoff will will get you i probably i know the like logical thing is just like go walk you know get the lactic acid out whatever but i (laughs) foam rollers are nice for that i do have a foam roller i do feel like i'm walking around like a penguin or something i'm just like i can't i'm like waddling damn fam Hey, good for you getting back. Getting Maybe back I need to, to it. do it more often and like stretch all the like things that you're supposed to be doing. I'm not doing. Well, so. from here on out, it gets better. Yeah. The first one's going to be the worst, of course. The pinched nerve, though, I think happened last night because Rosie sleeps like a psychopath, and I kept moving around to my sleep, and I woke up and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, something's wrong with my back here." The, It'll our, be fine. Our producer's giving you stink face. Yeah, it's rude. Uh, producer Dave is not here. Instead, we have producer Will. What's up? Oh, what up? What's up? Yo, it's me. Hey, do you two know each other? Yo, it's me. What's I've up, I've never fam? been on this before. This is exciting. You've done... You've done I did mail bag. You did mail bag. Yeah. 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 I was never actually high energy. No. So, I mean, when it comes to your, your soreness, I don't think a dog sleeping next to you pinches nerves, but... <laughs> I will say two different that places. I will say I don't have any pinched nerves uh, because I did the pro move during the workout of committing to the workout. Wait, you worked not, out too? No, I didn't go. No, he didn't. Uh, go. I committed <laughs> and then I didn't go because I watched. I was okay. watching some. Uh, That's a will some I TV know. Instead. To be clear, I'm not blaming the pinched nerve on the workout. I'm blaming the pinched nerve on our dog who sleeps in our bed and she like moves around so much that I was like tossing and turning all night because Rosie's like ass is in my face all night. I don't know. I think the answer there is just to stop letting your sleep on the bed. I think that we can pinpoint your injury to the workout and not necessarily yeah, the I'm going to say it's the workout. Then why did it, it show up like I two think, days later? I think, yeah, that, the, second, that can the, second, happen. the second day after like... It's typically the worst. Yes. Okay. The day after the workout's not the worst. The, the day after the day yeah. after. Well, the great news if is... you go hard. My sister has one of those Theragun things, and when we get home... I'm going to make Will just like shove that thing into the knot on my back. I'll blow your back out. For sure. (laughs) You can't say that. Parents listening. I mean, I mean, the Theragun. I guess she is your, you're like, you're hitting Theragun. I I get it. We're good. Yeah. I don't mean anything inappropriate, but I'm going to, I'm going to heal your back. I'm really psyched to go home and like 
just, I want that thing gone. You know, when you, you know, when you have like a knot and someone just like jams their elbow into it. It hurts like, so oh, good. It hurts so good. Yeah. That's I know what that I want. Feeling. That is what I want Love today. That. It's going to happen. Man, this is going to be a fun epi. I can feel it. <laughs> I've just, I've reviewed the questions and I approve. You like them? Mm-hmm. All right, good. I'm trying to find, oh, okay. I let's, found it. let's get a couple things out of the way first. The hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at Mail and Podcast. What are you smirking about over there? The first question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, we have some good ones. Uh, one we of them, one of them is kind of serious, and I, I don't think you guys are gonna be able to weigh in very much. But uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun, a fun app. I can feel it. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Here comes the first voicemail. Hey guys, this is Jake from St. Louis. Um, my uh, my fiance, she got a an arm tattoo, uh, like right on her forearm, like the during her uh, her bachelorette party, uh, and it's it's a pretty big size one. Like it's, uh, I mean five. Maybe six inches, depending on who you ask. Yeah, am I right? Uh, but the the problem uh, the problem is that it just it just looks just goddamn awful. It just looks awful. It just it's terrible. Uh, looks like a five year old drew it and then threw it away because it didn't look good enough. Like it is a very bad, very bad, pretty large tattoo. So that's the problem. I guess my question, uh, first one, is how long do you have to wait uh, before you tell somebody that their tattoo looks like hot garbage. Uh, and then I guess my second question is, uh, does, does telling somebody they have a bad tattoo count as body shaming? Um, let me know whenever you get a minute. Thanks. Wow. Jake. Man, your fiance, huh? I really, I really wish that Jake could have sent in a picture because I yeah, feel like that or at least, would help. Or at least could have told us what it was that she got a tattoo. What on. are you imagining that the tattoo is just like off the cuff? What do you think it is? He implied that it was some kind of a, a drawing. So it's not, I don't think it's like a Bible verse or anything. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't either. What, do, like, what do girls get? Now like I feel like it's some like something? weird, like cartoon scene on yeah, her arm. I, I don't know, but that that's an aggressive spot to get a tattoo. On your and on her bachelorette party. So you've got to assume that it probably took a couple hours, right? I mean, don't tattoos take yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Depending on what it is. And it sounds like it's covering a lot of her forearms. So I feel like that's got to take several hours yeah. to do. And she's doing it on her bachelorette party. Bold move by this girl. To answer his first question, when is it okay to let someone know that they have an awful tattoo? I think it's a sliding scale based on how close you are to that person. Agree. Like if it's a stranger, you, don't, you can't say anything. If it's Correct. an acquaintance, you probably like... You know, if he asks you about it, like, eh, it's all right. You know, it's okay. Um, but if it's your fiance, you can drill her right away about it. Like, dude, what are you doing? This is an awful tattoo. Yeah. When are you getting it removed? Agreed? I agree. It's a slippery slope because you don't want to piss her off. It's like, it's like telling a woman, like, it's, you know, we do want to hear the truth. Like, if we look bad and we're maybe wearing something that's not flattering, but at the same time, if you tell us that, like, whatever we're wearing is not flattering. And like, I'm going to be super offended. That's very different from a tattoo though. I, but you, cause you're wearing it, wearing it permanently. Yeah. Of course you can get it removed, but uh, for the most part, yeah, it's a permanent thing on your body. Um, I, yeah, I, I think because it's your fiance and you guys are close. Yeah. Enough, you got to tell her. She's yeah. your fiance. Like, you I, I think you tell her, you know, wait for the, wait for it to, to fully heal. And, and, uh, but <laughs> Like this week, tell her. I would. 
Like, yeah, your tattoo sucks, by the way. Yeah. You've, you're you going to spend the rest of your life with this person. You have to tell them, in my opinion. Well, I need to know what this tattoo is, though. I do, too. Will, thoughts? I I think there's only two things you can do here. You either tell her immediately or you never tell her ever. Because what if you tell her, like, three years down the line and she's like, have you hated it this entire time? Like, yeah. What? Why wouldn't yeah, you tell me that? Yeah, I agree. You got to tell her soon because then it's like, why were you lying to me about it for so long? If I had, but like, I mean, if I had a girlfriend that got like a terrible tattoo and we weren't like that serious or anything, like that tattoo might be the tipping point for me where I'm like, eh, you know, maybe this is a sign. I should just dump her. Fiance, it's like, no, like you're going to have to deal with this tattoo for the rest of your life. Yeah. You yeah, have a tattoo, correct? He's committed. He's, he's pot committed at this point. Yes, I have a tattoo. Has I anyone got- t- ever told you that your tattoo is terrible? Um... No, but people, I mean, people make fun of it. It's very make funnable, which I, I but no one's ever seen, hardly anyone's ever seen your tattoo. That's the thing. That's like when you get a tattoo where I got my tattoo, it's very non-committal. It's kind of like getting a white tattoo. Like it's there, but it's kind of not there. See, this is the reason that I won't get a tattoo because I'm very non-committal about stuff that's that permanent. Like, first of all, I couldn't figure out like what I would like enough to put on my body. Yeah. And second of all, if I did do it, it would be in a not visible location or it would be white. Yeah. Cause I, I rarely even think about my tattoo because yeah. it's, I, I don't, I usually don't even see it. Right. If I'm like naked in front of the mirror, I'm not like ass, you know, backed up to it. I, right. I just never see my tattoo. So it's like out of sight, out of mind. But yeah, white tattoos and tattoos that you can only see when you're like pant, like pantsless. Yeah. Those are non-committal to me. They're like, okay, you got a tattoo, but you kind of didn't really get a tattoo. Right. Right, because it's not like out though. Yeah, I didn't even know white tattoos were a thing until right now. Really? No. I feel like a lot of girls my age got them. Oh yeah, I want a tattoo. It's, I'm not gonna lie. I would love to get a tattoo, but like you just said, I, there's nothing in my life that I like enough, right? That I know that I will like for years to to actually follow. Put through it with on it. your body. And the other issue is that I'm not toned enough to pull off like a dope tattoo in the area where I'd want it. Where do you want it? I don't know, but nothing's toned on me. See, <laughs> that's the other problem too. Is like, I don't, you know, there's trendy areas to get a tattoo, mm-hmm. but then like, you know, as we've seen, the lower back tattoo did not age well. The ankle it tattoo did not. did not age well. I think the inner wrist tattoo is not going to age well. The behind those the are ear, hot right now. Those behind are behind the right ears, like in it, on the you know the back what, of the neck. You right know what else is like up on your rib cage, like mm-hmm. on the side, which apparently hurts really bad, but like. That's all. Mine gonna, hurt like a motherfucker. By it's, the way, I just if I had to get one right now, like I you would, had to. I had if I absolutely had to. I think I would get it on my forearm. Really? And that's just because I think, as far as the most toned part of his well, whole body, I think, I think as far as that goes, like that's going to change the least in my life. Whereas, like if I get it on like my side or something, or like my back is just weird. I don't know. It's just. I'm worried that something will change in my body in that way. Like I'll get fat and then all of a sudden my body, my tattoo yeah. on my side is like grown forward. Yeah. Okay. You, he's got to tell her though. You do. I, I also, I think so too. please send us a picture of what it is. But be kind. Don't just like go in on her. Like, yeah, we got to talk about this thing. Right. Maybe right. she can improve it. People touch things Maybe up all the time. Maybe she can improve it Maybe she can to improve something it. better or she can get it removed. Again, I don't know enough about tattoos. Like what's... Do you have to wait a certain amount for it to like heal before you can take it off? I don't know. And it's, 
removing tattoos is not easy. Like you have to go have to in go like in, a bunch of times. Yeah, and it's pretty pretty painful from what it's I hear. It's really too. painful, and I don't think it always works. And it costs it costs a lot. I think too. Yeah. So, the second part about the body shaming thing, I wouldn't consider this body shaming. No, I wouldn't either. Because it's not. I mean, it's on their body, but it's not part of their body. You know. Yep. I don't think it's body shaming. If I told you your hair was dumb, it's like an accessory. I don't think I'm. T- I don't think I'm body shaming you there. Like your haircut's ugly or something. Yeah. Like oh, you got a shitty that would haircut. fall more under the category of body shaming than making fun of someone. I tattoo. agree. And even then, I'm like, I don't feel guilty about t- telling someone they got a bad haircut. If I made fun of someone for them having like a bald spot or like something like that, that's more bod- that's body. That's body shaming. But like, if you cosmetically do something to your body and someone doesn't like it, you're not shaming them. You just have different preference. Yeah, that's that's okay. My two cents. Uh, oh, good luck, dude. Yeah, good luck. I do want to know what it is. Long time caller, Jake from St. Louis. Shouts to you. This next one is going to be a tough one, folks. I have been thinking about this since I got the rundown yesterday, and I still don't know for sure what my answer is. I think I have a good answer, and here it is. Hey, Dave, Dylan, Sally, maybe Lily. Got a uh, Dan Mute Cancel, or also known as SMK. Salsa, queso, guacamole. How would you, who would you cancel? Who would you marry? Who would you stand? Whatever you want to say. Okay. Interested to hear your take. Bye. This is a really good one. It is really good. It, this is like deciding which of your children you like the best. <laughs> like which one you would you would give up for adoption. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. It, the, like I love I all of these this, things. I saw this, I was like, damn it. I love all of these things. But I think I have the, I have, think I have the right answer. Okay. Um. I think it applies better to FMK than it does to stay in mute cancel because like queso for me is like guilty pleasure ish. Uh-huh. So that's why I want to say F to queso or okay. stand to queso. No, no, is no, it, that, that see the other side is a good parallel. Fuck. Mute. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm, stand I'm muting, and the I'm same. muting slash effing queso. Because okay. it's like guilty pleasure. I love it so much. It's delicious. But I also know it's just terrible for me. And it's like, I don't want to do it too much. Right, right, right. Um, and here, here's the tough part. So salsa versus guacamole. Ooh. Salsa, I'm going to marry slash Stan. Uh-huh. Because it is just... Um, diverse as hell. It's very diverse. You can use it on many different things. Um, you can use it as a dip. or You can put it on so many different things. It is good. Guacamole, I love guacamole, but um, it's a little bit more one-dimensional to me than uh-huh. salsa is. Of course, you can put guacamole on a ton of stuff, but not like salsa. Salsa adds so much flavor to so many different things. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my answer, but I don't feel totally comfortable with it anymore. Okay, I actually have the same as you for a little bit different reasons. Standing salsa, number one, absolutely, for several reasons. One... Even I'll even eat bad salsa. Like even if it's not great. I actually recently had a tweet that I am a fan of pace and I I'm not ashamed to admit it. Oh, uh, pace is good. Pace is really good. Like stick this question is actually making me want to go to the store as soon as we're done and go buy some salsa and just like hound some salsa. Because I love chips and salsa so much. I will put salsa over like everything. It's like I'll put it on a salad, I'll put it on fish i'll put it on eggs i'll put it all over whatever i'm eating i love it and it 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 can be it can be salsa verde it can be red salsa it can be roasted it can be 
whatever. Also, big fan of making your own salsas. We were doing that recently when we were in Mexico. Lots of variety there. You can put a bunch of different shit. It can be chunky. It can be smooth. There's just so many reasons. I love salsa. I am muting queso, and it's only because between guacamole and queso, if I had to live my life and somebody told me you can only get one, I just, I love queso so much. And yeah. I, it is a guilty pleasure. I do think that you cannot be like eating queso willy-nilly all the time. But like, what is life if you can't go to Matt's and get a bob? You know what I'm saying? Isn't it crazy that there are parts of this country that queso is just not a thing? Right. And here's the thing. This was really tough for me because guacamole is so good when it's good. But here's why I'm canceling There's guac. a lot of average to bad There's guacamole. average to bad. And if you have it not... First of all, if it's brown at all, if it's got that like weird acidic flavor, if it's not spicy enough or like there's not enough like lime or onion, obviously like Chipotle has a great, 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 great guac, like homemade guac. But if you just get like some like run of the mill shitty guac, it kind of like ruins it for me if, for like a little bit. If you set out a bowl of, of each of these things at a party uh-huh. with chips, with tortilla chips. My guess is that at the end of the night, or maybe like an hour into the party or whatever, um, most of the queso will be gone. Second will be the salsa. There will be the most left will be guacamole. Like people will choose the other two before they choose guacamole. So queso will be the, mo- the most popular. I don't know if I agree with that. Then because the salsa. I feel like I eat a lot of guacamole. And I also think guacamole is very versatile. I'm just saying the only reason that I chose queso over guacamole is that I personally like to indulge in queso more. And I think that guacamole can be iffy sometimes. Will, do you want to weigh in? Yeah, I have a different answer than you two. Let's hear it, bitch. I'm going to stand salsa. I think that is like a home run answer, standing salsa. Stand, I'm standing salsa. Salsa is diverse. There's so many different kinds of it. Mm-hmm. You can put it on a taco. You can dip chips in it. You can make enchiladas with it. Like It's just too versatile to get rid of. Um, I am muting guacamole. And the reason for that is I wasn't raised to eat queso. The queso that I ate growing up was the Tostitos jar of queso that you put in the fridge or a Velveeta. Which isn't terrible. I like them. I like it all. I truly do like it all. But the issue for me is that it's not as, it's not versatile enough and that I can't use it for other things. Whereas guacamole, I can put it like on a taco. I guess you can put queso on a taco. I just personally don't. Yeah. It doesn't improve my taco. It honestly makes it too heavy. It for overwhelms me. the taco. Yeah. And so I don't use it for anything like that. And that's why I'm killing queso because I made it most of my life without having to really think about it. That being said, like Velveeta dip and things like that, I love it. But also just it eating too much queso before a Tex-Mex deal or meal ruins my meal. Yeah. I can't eat the rest of my meal. The thing is, there's not a wrong answer to this question. No, there's, right? so, there's so many good answers. To this because question. I... Th- I I almost feel like my answer might be wrong. I I guess I just said there couldn't be a wrong answer. But I just feel very bad canceling guac because I just, I do love it. That's, you're right. That was a Sophie's Choice situation. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sophie's Choice. That, that's the, uh, that's the name for that. That's right. Oh, man. That was difficult. 
Let's move on. <laughs> Will, can you read the next question, please? Yes, I can. Thank uh, you. Not sure who this is from. D- you can read, right? Dave usually I, does this. I can read. Okay. I can read. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I'm going to try to do this without breaking. Okay. Okay. Hey, guys. This question is on the more serious end of the spectrum for the pod, but I'm hoping you'll have some insight. I'm going through a divorce and my little brother is getting married next month. Just hoping to get some advice on how to handle a major, potentially triggering event like this post-split and not be a downer on my brother and new sister's day. We haven't made our divorce super public yet, but I just turned 30 and have been with him since junior year of college, so his absence will be glaring. I know I'll get questions I'm not ready to answer yet. Any advice would be appreciated. Love you guys. Uh, This is just a tough, unavoidable situation that you're going to have to endure, unfortunately. Yeah, it can be triggering. The worst for me um, in my post-divorce life is being around. So I have like a group of high school friends that I still hang out with all the time. Um, They're all married. They all have at least one child. Whenever I hang out with them, usually it's when Parks isn't around because, you know, his his mom will have him or whatever. And that's the worst for me. Like, like, man, you guys really have it all together. I don't. Uh, so that sucks. But weddings, um, weddings haven't been tough for me. I think you'll be fine. Uh, just just have a drink. Try not to engage in too deep conversation with people. I think you're going to be fine. I think the biggest issue that she's worried about, and I get it, is like that it's not super public, so constantly being asked. So what she yeah. needs to do is like come up with something. And I don't think lie. I think you just say, like, we're not together. And try to be as nonchalant as possible. Because, like, she she is right. Like, she's trying not to, like, make it about her or anything like that. Which is a really tough situation. Because it might be triggering for her, number one. But also, like, she's having to answer questions from relatives and people like that who know him. So, I think you tell the truth. But you just have, like, a party line that you just say to everyone. And then just try to. That's a really good idea. Like, you say it. And then you just move on to something. Like, you just say something else. Like. I would maybe talk to your mom about it or even your brother and be like, what do you think I should say? And even if it's like, we're not together anymore and then just change the subject immediately to whatever. Yeah. Like the wedding, whatever. Yeah, I've also found that when people do find out that like, like when I, when I first split up from my ex, like people would ask me like, Hey, where's, where's Dallas? And I would be like, actually we're not where we split up and they don't want to get into it. With right. You. They'll just change the subject on and their own. And somebody will probably like, oh, say, shit, I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry to hear that. Oh, I'm sorry. And then they'll like go back. Right. Hey, there's a football game tomorrow. You just, let's talk about that. Yeah. So, Most people will be really awkward. So just be honest, say what it is. They're going to say sorry and yeah. say, that's okay. I'm okay. And then yeah. and they're going to press you on it. Luckily we split under really good terms and we, we got yeah. along throughout the whole process. So it wasn't like, it was never that triggering or upsetting to me. It was just like, no, it's okay. It's for the best. And then just move on. Yeah. Conversationally. It does. I mean, any breakup and then having to be at like an event, like a wedding, I'm sure sucks. But I also think at the same time, because it's your brother's wedding, you're going to be really busy and there's going to be a lot going on that it, I don't feel like it's going to be like a whole like wallowing situation because you're going to be like talking to a lot of family, friends and things like that. It's not going to give her time to like really mourn, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is probably a good thing that she, it's her brother's wedding and not just like a random wedding. She's having to go to by herself. Yeah. But I'm sorry that that's the situation. Yeah. It sucks. sucks. Sorry. Going through it. Um, like lean on, like hang out with family too. Cause they they know what's going on with you and just stick, stick close by to them. And they can be like a little comfort blanket for you too. You'll be fine. 
What if you just pretend the entire time that you're like, oh yeah, where'd he go? Is he, he might be at the bar or something. And you just, just never have to, you never have to confront it. Yeah, you just yeah, yeah, you just make it into a bit the entire time. I, you're like, yeah. I would say I would say like he has a work conflict that he absolutely cannot get out of, and that's why he can't be here. I wouldn't. I don't condone lying in most situations. I don't hate a white lie. But this, in this is situation. a white lie. This is totally harmless, like, and it's. It keeps the spotlight on who the spotlight should be on. I normally wouldn't condone a lie, but in this situation, I think you might be able to come up with something. Some that lies deflects. are okay. Hey, like, he, yeah, he really wanted to be here, but he had to work. Yeah. yeah, so I think either come up with a white lie or just tell the truth. You but handled, like, social situations during your divorce. Like, you told you told us beforehand, like, in a text. You're like, hey, right. this has been happening lately. Yeah. I want to get it out there. And, like, I appreciated that because I, I didn't really know anything about that in the first place but i liked that you were just very out, outright with it and it was just like okay i know what's going on well we can, and that's yeah. why i'm saying i think you just got to stick to one thing don't go in there without a plan and then lie to some people and tell the truth to some people because yeah. then that's gonna blow up in your face i told i told three groups um i told like you guys like my my close work friends like people mm -hmm. i see every day um i texted like my my friends from high school that i'm still really close to it was probably like 10 people in that group then I had a family text. Mm -hmm. Those are the three core groups. And from then, like, word just kind of got out naturally and spread. And it wasn't a big deal. Um, but, yeah, it's never the easiest thing to go through. I get it. But it gets better over time. Yes. Yeah. For sure. I went and visited somebody, and I, I, I got dumped during my visit with them. And then when I came back from visiting them, everyone's like, how was it? <laughs> I'm like, oh, funny you ask. <laughs> Not so like great. I was on like the verge of tears. Like, yeah. please don't ask me that right now. Not so great. Yeah, but I was young. I'm glad I got that out of the way and uh, yeah. know how to handle those things yeah. now. Yeah. Hey, let's talk me undies, dude. Can I talk me undies? Please do. This is what Dave usually does for me. I want you to do it. I li so I listen. I'm a little worried about like how much to insert myself here because like dude, I listen as much as you regularly, want. but like I just don't know. I mean, do you want me to do, want me to talk me undies right now? Talk, let's I talk me undies. Do yeah. It. Do you know that they're here to change your underwear? Yes. Not like literally, but they're just here. <laughs> Yes. They believe undies shouldn't just take themselves too seriously, which so many of us do. They believe undies should be soft, fit every booty like it was made for every booty, and offer fun patterns that give you freedom to express yourself. And for all the ladies out there, of which there are many, MeUndies also believes that every woman should have the freedom to wear whatever they want as well. Boom. Different cuts. <laughs> different cuts, different colors, whatever size you want. So ladies, please rejoice. The Feel Free Collection is here. MeUndies size-tested these five silhouettes on every body type with an ultra-soft feather-light waistband that provides zero restriction. These undies will be the best thing that has ever been on your body. I don't like the way that you're staring at me while you're... <laughs> <laughs> they even offer in sizes extra small to 4XL. The new Feel Free Collection is an ultra-soft waistband that maximizes comfort and weightless feel designed with you in mind. There's new prints drop every Tuesday, so undie exhaustion, get out of here. MeUndies offers a flexible membership that has styles for both men, women, matching your boo, or even your dog. They don't just have undies, people. They also have super soft and comfy onesies and loungewear, perfect for, well, as I said, lounging. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off of your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash mail-in. Again, that's MeUndies.com slash mail-in. You just came alive. No one has <laughs> ever done a read with such enthusiasm on this podcast. I, I love like, a good ad read. Do you put your heart and soul into When that. Touching Base got canceled, I, I didn't do an ad read for like a month, and I was just You were just itching there. to get back in the I game. I got invited. I think it was the, the um, 
the dadgum podcast and I got invited to go on it. And like, Micah was just staring at me and he's like, Will wants to do this ad read so bad right now. <laughs> I do not like doing ad reads. <laughs> Will, you crushed that, man. Well, I got some, I got some in the mail today. I got a pair in the mail. Oh, that's right. I sized up because I want some roomy ones that I can sleep in. And I'm, I'm pumped up about my MeUndies. I actually wore a pair of Will's MeUndies to bed the other night. Really? I don't think I'd ever worn them before. I actually... No, you hadn't worn them yet? And I was like, I'm going to try these puppies on because they haven't sent me any yet. So I put them on and I was like, this shit is comfortable. And I slept them instead of my like normal bedtime boxers. The homie and I had movie night last night. Uh-huh. And I watched a, a little cartoon movie with him in my onesie, actually. The onesie is What does the homie very... think when you're just sitting in his onesie? He was, he was like, dude... What is that? This hobbit is he Maybe, want one. You know what? So they make stuff for dogs. Maybe we need to get a kid line. I'll 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 email the, the people over. At Drop that. Yeah. And you know what? That's a huge Christmas thing. People having matching pajamas for Christmas. I'm just we're helping them out. They're helping us out. I, I put my it. onesie on for the first time the other night. It's very comfortable. I, I imagine when it's cold outside, not that it's it gets gonna that be cold here. Dope. That's going to be a game changing garment because it it gets a little. A little warm in those because they're they're so cozy. Yeah. It's got a hood. It has a hood. It's awesome. But they're awesome. Yeah. I'll just be cranking my AC down just to just to sli- slide into that thing. Ch- chill, dude. I feel like <laughs> the way that Will just did that ad read was like, he was looking at me like he was expecting me to like start salivating, like, like me watching like a pro athlete or something. He kept looking you know? at you like, yeah, like. Now you get to see me do my thing. Are Look you how hot I am. Yeah. It was like peacocking. It that was, was very this weird. Is I, this is how I make a living. People are going to talk about that for a while. We have four questions to go, guys. I'm about to cut one running, running kind of long. No, um, it, these are great. Don't right, cut the right. questions. Will, let's do the next one. I recently got engaged over the 4th of July. Have been a groomsman two weeks ago. Sorry, having been a groomsman two weeks ago. Paying $170 for a rental on top of none of our suits fitting correctly is fresh on my mind. Is it trash to ask my groomsman to buy an Indochino suit instead of renting? Obviously using Steam at checkout to get a little kickback to the boys. I've also thought about paying $100 or so toward their suit as a groomsman gift. Thoughts? Love the pod. Um, yeah, you, you, can, you can do the purchase route. Um, but there's a lot of responsibility, a lot of pressure on you to choose a suit that's going to be versatile, not just fitting for your wedding. Mm-hmm. You have to pick one that they can wear in the future. Mm-hmm. So nothing wild. You can't go like a wild color or anything like that. It's got to be a classic, versatile, I'm talking navy or, or gray suit, something like that. But you can do it. Um, yeah. And plus $170 for a rental, that just sucks. It sucks to, to shell out that kind of cash for. Um, I, don't I know. mean, funny you should say that because Will, both of the weddings he's been in recently, he's gotten a suit for what you wear. I wear them both. You know what's bullshit about this, though? And I, I do agree with this guy. I think that you have guys buy suits, make them affordable, make them nice, like something that they'll wear every day or that they could or that they could wear to weddings, etc. Girls don't get this option, okay? Mm-hmm. First of all, every bridesmaid's dress is like $350. And there are some brides who will pay some money towards it so that they, like, offset the cost. Or I've actually been in a couple weddings where the bride paid for them which is really nice. Um, but girls don't get to do that. And I, I'm sure there's a company that rents bridesmaids dresses, but it's not like it's that popular. Like you're having to buy them because it's so 
the body types are so different and like you have to get them altered and stuff. So at the end of the day, like we're spending hundreds of dollars and I just, I find it unfair. That has nothing to do with this question. I just, what a bummer. Cause the girls, you can't ever be like, we should pick a sensible dress. These girls can rewear. It's always a dress that like, even if it looks fine, you're never going to wear it again. Cause you were a bridesmaid in that dress. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like, Will was a groomsman and like those suits he wears all the time. And there's no like stigma to it. Like, Oh, I must look like a groomsman in the suit. Yeah. I show up wearing an old bridesmaid dress to a wedding. People are just going to be like, she trying to be a bridesmaid. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks for y'all. It's, it's a shitty double standard, but. And like you can, you can find a, a decent looking suit that you can keep wearing for. You might even get a group rate on it. You do it for like three to three fifty, maybe 400 bucks. Yeah. Um, and, that's not a whole lot more than 170 bucks for the rental if you think about it that way. Like, right. You might as well and just it, get something you can keep wearing, and it's going to be, like, fitted perfectly to you. Right. All that stuff. I agree with that. I think navy or gray are good options. Especially Even black. Your, like, your slapstick friends probably need a, a suit anyway. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I I don't think you should worry about this. No. It's your it's your wedding. Exactly. And at the end of the day, it's your wedding. You get to be selfish. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the rule. And if you There's one throw time in your life bu- where it's all about you. Yes. And even this, like, like, dude, I'm going to have to confront this soon. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm currently about to be in a wedding where we're wearing tuxes and people all might, ju- they might just wear the tuxes they own or if they don't own one, they rent one. I like the idea of everyone looking the exact same. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, there are services out there where you can rent tuxes for everybody. Um, But it. It's a tough situation, but that being said, I have gotten more use out of the two suits that I've bought for two, the two weddings I've been in so far. I've gotten so much use out of them that I'm not even mad I bought them. I don't even feel like they were that expensive. They weren't that expensive. But also, if he's going to throw 100 bucks at everyone, like that's super nice. I feel like your yeah. friends would be... That's I'd rather have very him generous. Spe- even if I'm spending all that money, I'd rather have him spend 100 bucks on a groomsman gift and I pay the $100 for my tux. Yeah. Because I, I think it'd be fun to have something that like he bought. Okay. Yeah, the hundred bucks toward a suit is, is not very memorable too. People will forget about that. That being said, what you said is absolutely correct. Women get wronged in this oh, situation. Yeah. It sucks. Your your bridesmaid dresses, like when you come back from something, you I, I think you should just throw them away. Or no, I, donate them. <laughs> like, because th- you're never going to touch it again. I did throw one away because it was like literally had mud on the bottom of it. And I was like, I'm not going to donate this to somebody. It literally looks like garbage because mm-hmm. I like took off my heels and then we were like outside. I was like, this isn't even worth trying to salvage. Like... The rest of them should be donated. But again, I feel bad for the people who are getting them because they're not that cute. Yeah. The yeah, ones we have be, from Belize are really high cute. High school prom dresses for sure. Well, some of them. Yeah. Some of them have been not great. You also like rip the holes in them with your heels while you're dancing. So yours are kind of in bad shape. Uh, the ones we did for Lily's, Lily let us choose our own. So I will be re-wearing mine. But yeah, um, at mine, Dallas chose the color I think uh-huh. maybe the material, I'm not sure. And then girls just got to run wild with it and, and pick whatever they wanted like design wise. Yeah. That's cool. Um, next question's coming in hot. Hey guys, uh, just had a question for you regarding house parties, attendance in the, your late twenties or thirties. So whenever we get invited to one, whether it's a game night or a tailgate, something like that, I obviously myself, beer drinker, like to bring a case of beer over a new case, a fresh case I've picked up at the store on my way there, on the way home from work, what have you. My wife, on the other hand, you know, since I have beer at the fridge, says just bring some beers from the fridge. 
I kind of think that's a trash move. I could get bringing a cooler over maybe, you know, with some drinks and such, but she'll usually just say to throw a few in a bag or something and bring it over instead of buying a 12 pack or whatever we're bringing for the event. Just want to get your thoughts on this. Should you buy a fresh case each time you go to an event like this, or can you just scrounge up some odds and ends from the fridge that you have to take to that place of the party? Thanks for your thoughts. Love the pod. This is funny. Um, you can only take <laughs> you can only take stuff that you already had from home if it's a fully intact six pack or twelve pack or whatever. You can't take like four beers. For, you can't have like two empty slots in your six pack. plastic bag. Yeah, or a plastic bag. You can't do that. We have a I have a buddy that um that used to used to do this all the time. He would, it would just be a grab bag of of beers from his fridge, and he'd throw them in a bag, and we we made fun of him every single time he'd do it. I think he finally grew out of it, but. You, yeah, you, whatever you bring over has to be, if it's not in a cooler, has to be a fully intact six-pack, 12-pack, et cetera, of beer. I agree with you to some extent. I I think it kind of depends on the people and the place. Like, if I'm showing up to a tailgate and everyone's beer is just going to go in a cooler, like, I'm going to bring whatever beer I have in my fridge. Is that wrong? Um, I think it depends on the tailgate. People tailgate much differently in different parts of the country. Yeah. Some I, tailgates are guy, shit shows where you just show up with beer. Some tailgates are like as nice as house parties. Right. Now, okay. This guy did. He did say he like the hypothetical is a house party. House party. Again, I think it depends on the friends because how many people are at the house party? Like, okay, here's a great example. Y'all show up to my parents' house last weekend. We have that pool party. If you showed up with like a, a myriad of beers that you're just like, these were in my fridge. I'm kind of not going to care, but that's me personally. But like you show up to like a kind of like a cocktail party at someone's house. Y'all are having dinner. Like you need to have a, an intact six pack or a new bottle of wine or whatever. You know, if it's like a nice party. I always think you're better off showing up empty handed than with like a grab bag. Yes. Yeah, I don't, agree. Don't like it's bag. almost a worse. I, look. I don't, I'm not saying I, I do agree with you that, I think most of the time, don't do the grab bag, but I'm saying, like, if you're really good friends with the people and it's just, like, a game night or whatever, like, bring the grab bag. And if you want to be known as that guy, if you it, don't care. It takes three minutes to stop at a gas station on your way to a party and fix this problem. I feel like I feel like I can understand where the wife is coming from because she's just like, get these random beers out of our fridge. Well, yeah. You know? I could see Micah doing this for some reason. I feel like Micah has done this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know and, why. And we would, like, it wouldn't be, like... Actually, I would just roast him for it. I go to the pool with him like fairly often. And every single time he comes up, he's got something new. And he's always like, hey, I got a Truly and a White Claw. Or he's like, I got this <laughs> random beer I bought at this random store. And then I have these random things from Costco. And like he always has random stuff. So, yes, yeah. I actually think he's a prime candidate for this. That being said, I think he would go on record saying it's a trash move. I But he 100% would do it. I guess I... My original thought was it depends on the person, the people you're going to see in the place. But now upon y'all talking about it, I think you're right. I think you are an adult. Go to the store, get a six pack. You're right. You changed my mind. Good. I miss, I miss high school house parties. I'm not going to call someone trash to their face for doing that, but I may make fun of them later on and be like, in high school when, when one of your friends was like, Hey, my parents are out of town this weekend. Like that was a lituation. Yeah. And like just, 
showing up with a 30 rack of beer and not knowing who's going to drink all of them, but knowing that like there was going to be beer around all night, it was just the greatest feeling in the world. Like you were still going to try to drink as many beers as humanly possible, but it was just so fun having an entire fridge packed. White Claws. And Mark. There was something. There's that something so different about polishing off like 20 light beers with your boys. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's so fun just finishing as many beers as possible. You know what we didn't do that you said we were going to do is play a drinking game. Yeah, we, we should have ever play a drinking mm-hmm. game. We should have. We should have played flip cup or something. We all got too lit. No, you know what we have at my house? I think somewhere is one of those. We called it a Louisville chugger. You have the hollowed out bat and you pour a beer into it. Then you have to chug it. And then you have to, however many seconds it takes you to chug the beer out of the bat. You have to spin around and then someone throws a can at you Easy and you bat. have to hit it. Yeah. We called it Louisville chugger. Oh. But, you know, I loved that game. It's fun. It is really fun to watch people eat shit yeah. when they do it. Because okay. it happens all the time. One word answers here. Beer bong. I guess not one word answers. Short <laughs> answers. Beer bong or shotgun. Beer bong. I hate, and this is more than one word, I hate to shotgun a beer. It like hurts my throat. It's really cold, it hurts. Uh, I am more likely to shotgun, but I'm more likely to finish, or I have to finish if it's a beer bong. If it's a shotgun, I'll drink like three quarters of it, wait till everyone else isn't paying attention, and then just walk away. And I know that that is trash, because I'm bad at shotgunning, so... I love bong beers. It has been maybe years since I've done either of those. I would love to. Sh- I would love to do a. Be- if there's not a beer bong at my bachelor party, I'm going to be upset because okay. it's been a long time since no I've done fan. it, and I used to love doing it. Shotgunning, I'll do it, but it hurts. Shotgunning, like I just demonstrated, it is too easy for people to cheat. Beer bong, you can't cheat because everyone's watching you. And you can see what the level is. It's also, just easier to do. I do think it's easier to do. Shotgunning is. Oh, you, you can cut yourself. I hate it. There's a lot of. Let's do the next one. Last voicemail. What's up, guys? So, question for you. I was thinking this week, uh, you know, side with a wedding coming up, you get to spend unlimited budget on one aspect of your wedding. So whether that be you get the top chefs in the world to make your meal, crazy venue, great musical act, you get to spend unlimited on one aspect. What are you going to do? Personally, I'm going to send everyone home the party favor of a Jeep Wrangler. Who doesn't like that? Dave, I'm thinking maybe you throw out the cash, get Putin to come out, officiate your wedding. Dylan, round trip tickets, fly everyone out. Napa Valley, obviously. Nice little vineyard wedding. And you know what? Style will get the chain smokers. Private concert. Sounds pretty cool. But yeah, let me know what you guys think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't realize like how full out he was going until he said <laughs> sending everyone home with the jeep wrangler and i was like oh shit he's being serious yeah, that's, that's extreme. So that kind of changes my answer actually that's extreme what was your answer going to be my answer was gonna be a musical act yeah i think that's a hard one to beat because right now as we're wedding planning some of the bands that we love like they've sent quotes back to us and i'm like excuse me sir that yeah. is like half but, of our wedding budget are you serious but with like like venue, you can be in the dopest venue of all time, but right. if the music sucks, it's still not going to be fun. You See, can't be in a dope venue and have a DJ, you know? Yeah, like you can't be like this giant ass, like incredible thing. And then you just have like some dude just press and play. Well, okay. The reason I was going to switch my answer from musical act to venue is because when he said fly everyone out, I'm like, okay, well then I'm flying everyone out to the freaking Amalfi Coast. And we're just going to ball out there. Oh, yeah, that'd be tight. God. But. That'd be tight. But, like, think if you had, like, a 100-person wedding, like, your family, your closest friends, 
And then Elton John was just shredding on the piano like all night. Are you like, on how Elton? sick would that be? Are you on be? Elton? I think I think if so. If you get any musical act at your wedding, I think it's who Elton. Are, you're getting Elton. I think so. Who are you getting? He has so I, many. I might hits. have a better idea later in life, but my the first thing that pops in my head now is Bruno Mars. Like, <laughs> tell me electric. that wouldn't be crazy. No, would be honestly, electric. Bruno Mars very much is catered towards wedding music. That's great. Yeah, it's, it would blow the place up. Like, I would cry if, if Elton was just shredding on the piano on his on his red the, piano. Okay, the problem with that though is it then your wedding turns into a concert, not a dance party. Sally, how memorable is my wedding if Elton John is playing throughout the whole day? No, I get I think, it. I, I think, get it. You're not no, wrong. Even if it's... Uh, That's if, why, like, the food thing, like, it would be cool, but it's like, you're going to forget food, about eh, it. I don't even care. Say, no even, one remembers the food at a wedding because they're all drunk. That, that yeah. doesn't matter. Even if it's a big wedding, 300 people, and Elton John's playing, it's still a dance party. That's oh, still small enough where lit. you're like, you're, you're not just shoulder to shoulder with strangers trying to watch the show. You know that you can be close to the show no matter what. It's still going to be a dance party. We were talking about this the other day, actually, or about musical acts at weddings, because before Will and I got engaged, I just happened to look up how much it would cost to get Kid Rock to our wedding. <laughs> how Do much? You, Let me guess. Guess. Um, 120 grand. Well, do you already know? You told me. Minimum 200,000. Minimum. Really? I was like kind of shocked. I figured at his peak popularity would be about 300 i think that you could just become that infamous that you're just like i'm gonna if you want me to come to your wedding I'm gonna. i think some guys just put a giant number next to their name so they don't have to do private performances yeah that's true fair if i'm like really rich and i'm kind of over it at this point don't really want to tour anymore i'm gonna put like five hundred thousand next to my name just be like if they really want me then yeah i'll go do it for that much but dude elton Kid rock might be in that does not want to do that at all and i guarantee he probably who i'm just saying elton oh. like Wonder how much it would cost oh. to get Elton at your wedding. He's like retired now, so they I think it'd be millions. really hard. <laughs> millions. I do think musical act is a a good one, but if I get to fly everyone out somewhere, I think venue is a pretty dope choice too. Yeah, like somewhere in the Swiss Alps or something. Just yeah, super. you just like go. But like, for me, I'm just doing my talks. <laughs> I just want the slickest fucking talks I can get. <laughs> That's like, not. That's not it. It's like, is like it'd be cool to have lobster and like you know Kobe steaks for everybody, but it's like it's dope. But then you you finish the meal and it's like I'll just go dance to this fucking DJ now. Yeah. I don't, okay. I don't I mean, want to put well, people okay. in a food coma. Presumably, you get to spend like a normal amount of the rest of it, so maybe you still have a good band. But I also think food is something that I we've talked about this with our wedding planner. Like I care about. I I don't want it to be shitty, but I don't care about like. Mm-hmm. This is what always happens with food, in my opinion. Every freaking wedding I go to, the couple is like really excited. They're like, hey, guys, we have many corn dogs as an appetizer. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, guess what? We're having sushi. Or it's like, guess what? Mashed potato bar. And like, there's some like gimmicky thing that like the couple is like super psyched on. And then it happens. And you're like, that was cool. That was good. Yeah. Love those mashed potatoes. But you're not leaving the wedding and be like, that's the best wedding I've ever been to. Thank God for those mini corn dogs. And Yo, so wedding had a I truly don't care. Bar. I don't care about food at weddings. And so I'm like, I want people to be well fed. I don't want the food to be gross. Okay. I don't want people getting food poisoning and not, I don't want people walking out of our wedding and being like, that was gross. Like, <laughs> but I also Dinner at weddings like, is more of an inconvenience for me than it is like nice. I would be fine serving chicken tenders at our wedding. It disrupts the momentum of a wedding. It does. Yeah. yeah. If a dinner takes too long, like I just, I would prefer just to skip the dinner. Just have a bunch of food out that we can randomly grab. (laughs) Just on the, on the invitation. 
please come full because we're not feeding you. <laughs> I I just feel like people get really caught up. I was telling Micah and Caitlin this actually recently. I was like, people get really caught up in the like, whatever like the gimmicky thing is. Like yeah. caterers are like, guess what we can offer you? We're going to give you whatever. And then people are like, oh shit, they have this. And then no one cares. Sally, I said Elton John. He said Bruno. Who, If you unlimited budget, who's your musical act? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. Okay. That makes sense because you're not fun to go to concerts with. <laughs> Maybe. Like would Kanye be fun? No, I think. I think You'd rather have Drake, I think. Than I Kanye. probably would rather have Drake, but I think I kind of agree with Will. You've got to go like kind of wedding-ish. So like maybe Earth, Wind, and Fire or something. Oh. They're too uh, old. Bruno would be electric. Bruno That's would a good, be good. Call. Like I know we've talked about Kid Rock and stuff. Like I'm not switching. I mean, I'm sticking with Bruno. No, yeah. Bruno's a very good call. He's an entertainer. Actually, yeah. we're, and he's Will got the whole I, troupe that he d- goes with where they all dance together and it's just like, yeah, that's yeah, really tight. Bruno's he's a good essentially a wedding band that made it. Yeah. That's what Bruno <laughs> Mars is. And so like to have him at your wedding, is it, that'd be huge. I, I feel like all the people that I would want to say that like I love as musicians I wouldn't be good at a wouldn't wedding. Be like, good for a like I love chicks. Casey Musgraves, but like, would she be fun at a wedding? Like, no. Yeah, no. yeah. Maybe Robin though. Robin might go at a wedding. Yeah. Who's Robin? You know, Robin, call your girlfriend, dancing no. on my own. No. She's performing ACL. What what we, genre? Weekend two dogs. Pop. Pop. Okay. Uh, no, Will and I are going to a wedding on the twenty first of September, and we keep starting this rumor that. Earth, Wind, and Fire is going to be there, and they're definitely not. They're not going to be there, unfortunately. Well, we know they're not because we looked up their schedule, and they're going to be in Portland or something, but we have, like, told a lot of people that Earth, Wind, and Fire (laughs) is going to be there. Because this wedding gives off the vibe that, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire would maybe be there. Oh, this is the one in California? Uh Oh, yeah. that's This one sounds tight. Maybe, like, uh, going off Elton John. People, like, you got to go classic, I think, if you're going to do... Stevie Wonder or something. Stevie plus, Wonder would plus be good. Elton John has enough upbeat stuff people could dance to, and then like some like good, that's like, why Billy Joel would probably be good too. He's got a perfect too. mix of yeah. songs to like you can you can knock out your first dance, mother da- mother son dance, father daughter dance. Oh, he, the he's, whole got yeah, he's got he's got a good got catalog. It's like yeah, I'm booking him for four hours straight. Like, yeah. he's gonna his fingers are gonna be tired after, like sore after the end of the night. Yeah. Both of those answers are good, and I don't have a good one. I'm sorry, that's really boring. All right, but it's fine. It's fine. We already have Bruno at our wedding. We have one last question, and it is ridiculous. Will, if you don't mind. This is a heater. <laughs> this is a heater. I'm glad I'm here to read this one. <laughs> Sup, Dorn, Dave, and Sally. I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend for about two years, and we're going into our senior year of high school. <laughs> <laughs> we are both really mature, but we are going to different colleges in the fall of 20. These colleges are different. <laughs> sorry. These colleges are in different states, so long distance would be hard. Yeah. I really love her, but I don't know what to do. Thanks for the advice. Love you. Bye. Uh, Do I'm we in, have high schoolers listening I'm to this podcast? This because it's just so absurd to me. Like, I love the fact that there's just some some junior in high school who's like just getting through mail-in pods. Like, that's amazing to me. I'm going to answer this question because I think that this is what everyone's going to say. He's going I into think his you senior year. <laughs> um, False. Here's the real answer. False. There is a zero percent chance you two are going to stay together. Just, I'm just telling you. You might find each other later in life. There's a, but there's yes. going to be a gap there. There's a 0% chance you guys will stay together throughout this this college journey that you're about to go on in different states. And you know what sucks about the whole thing is you should just break up before. 
Okay. You break up before you rip the bandaid off. You realize that you loved each other, but you're going to different colleges and then you're going to be sad for like three weeks and then you're going to get to college and be sad a little bit and then you're going to be over it. But what might happen to these people is that they are going to be like, no, let's try it out for a semester. Then they're going to be miserable. Oh, yeah. They, and oh, then they're going to break they're up. They're going to try it out. I did this. And it's going to fail. It's so did I. It's a bad idea. I did that. How long did you last? Um, way too long. Okay. I lasted, uh, I guess it was October, I think. So I didn't last long. I lasted way too long. I didn't last long. So, it didn't take me long to realize like, okay, this is going to be hard. Not, it, It's not going to be hard for me because there's like a bunch of chicks around. But I, what I found out soonest is that it was going to be very difficult to maintain a healthy relationship with somebody so far away mm-hmm. at an age where I did not feel mature enough to yeah. to be in that kind of relationship. I think one day I just had an epiphany. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I just finally had the, the realization that like, hey, like <laughs> if this is meant to be, it'll happen down the line. Yeah. But right now, like you can't be like texting from a party being like oh i miss you like that's just it sucks it's not fun to do you're too young to be doing that imagine the person you were at this guy's what 16 or 17 He's years 17 old fall 20 baby imagine Let's go. imagine the person you were at 17 compared to who you are now okay i will say and i'm not trying to give these people false hope but it does happen mm-hmm. people do this successfully shouts to my friends Haley and ryan who are pod listeners okay they were high school sweethearts who- they Went to different high schools, but they were high school sweethearts. Well, not really high school sweethearts. Did they even date before high school? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they went to different colleges, and they did the exact right thing you do, which is completely embrace the college, and just they visited each other often, but they weren't like, neither of them would like stay home and be like, oh, I can't like party because my significant other is like, I think he was like in Indiana, and she was at Texas. Like, Haley always went out with us, always was really fun, never was like a downer. That's the only way it works. They're still together. I just stayed with them in Tulsa. They never broke up throughout college? No. Wow. And I think they because they, they just oh, were yeah. very... They're tight. They're married now. They were very trusting of each other and like very much both uh, outgoing enough that they could go out and like not feel insecure about the fact that they like didn't have their significant other there. But I'm saying... It happens. It's very rare. So don't think that you're this person. Yeah, th- that's not the norm. That's not that's the, the norm. That's the only time I've ever heard of like, that actually you, happening. Right. These two think they're like they're like laying on their parents' couch, like under a blanket together, thinking that they're star-crossed lovers and they're they're destined to be. And they probably have like numerous songs they listen to where they're like, "Ah, oh, this is so awesome." And they like they really <laughs> think that they're truly the Romeo and Juliet of yeah. fall 2020. And unfortunately. You're just not. You're pr- honestly, not honestly, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I don't think you even make it to fall 2020. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for all the Haley and Ryan's out there, not many of them. I watch way more of my friends stay with somebody and break up first semester of freshman year. That was like very difficult. And then, oops, they got over it real fast because you're in college with like a bunch of new people. But I do love. These uh, high school listeners. I what love a, that too. I mean, that's why I, inclu- I didn't really think we'd give them a very, like a real thoughtful, sincere response, but we did. We did. Because I you know what? Be, uh, fun, this happens to a lot include. of people. And I do wish, I think a lot of people who were in relationships that go into college look back at it and be like, I should have been single. Why did I waste my time? Yeah. You're yeah. too young it's to realize. your college experience in a negative way. You're, you're too young to realize that you're in high school and the person you meet in high school very rarely is the person you're going to marry because you're very young. You're too young to realize how young you are. Yeah. Like you think that you're older and you think that you're more mature. You're just not. Yeah. Like you're, no. You got a lot of shit to no. learn. 
No. Yeah. Be on the other end of the line when I was like dumping my girlfriend at that time. Like she was absolutely devastated and she's doing just fine now. Like she, she, <laughs> she, she got over it. Yeah. Like. Oh, man. That was fun. That was fun. Did you have fun? I had a great time. Will, did you have fun? I did. I'm still like kind of lamenting canceling guacamole. It's like I thought you were going to say you were still like hot and bothered from my ad read for me undies. Sophie's choice. And I need to think of like a balling ass wedding band. I don't know. That that was a really fun hypothetical, actually. That was really fun. Yeah. Good good questions today, folks. Thank you. Uh, Again, the hotline number 888-362-6245. You can also write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Malin Podcast. You guys want to plug your your handles? We haven't done that in a minute. Yeah. Is it, is it wrong to do that when Dave's not here? Sorry, oh, Dave. Fuck it. Everyone Dave knows. plugs himself. Everyone all the time. Know, ew. Everyone knows yeah. Dave's handles. Uh, <laughs> mine is Sally Young, J U N G, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Will I'm mine's Will to freeze across all social media. Including Snapchat. And I'm at I don't D use Snapchat. I deleted Snapchat. I delete I it. I, I re-download it once every three weeks uh, I, I just to see it. if I missed anything. I never miss anything. I'm off Facebook and I'm off Snapchat. I don't... Regret. You're on LinkedIn? I thought I was <laughs> off Facebook and Lily told me yesterday that I wasn't. I think it's because it's connected to my Spotify. So every time I deactivate it and then I got on Spotify, it like reactivates it. It's tough. I got to delete it. There All right, guys. Well, thank you and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye.